Good morning, my friends. Joe Zenk coming to you on Thursday, June the 4th, um, for a cup of Joe today. I've got a busy day today, and uh, much of it is mapped out already, and so I thought I would try to get my podcast done early. So if you're wondering why this is going to be up so early today, well, there you have it. Um, uh, it is good to have you with today. I hope wherever and however this finds you, I hope you uh, are reminded of God's presence, uh, God's love, uh, God's gracious uh, um, embrace to you this day. And uh, and so I truly wish you well, and I thank you for taking time to be with today. Let's read the gospel. We are going to pick up, again, cha- uh, Gospel of Mark, chapter 12. We're going to pick up uh, immediately following uh, the reading from yesterday. So the last three days inclusive. Uh, We have read out of Mark's gospel, uh, and they have been sequential. Uh, I will point out why that uh, matters uh, uh, as soon as uh, I'm done reading it. So for those who want to follow along, Mark chapter 12, verses 28 to 34. Mark 12, chapter 28, or Mark chapter 12, verses 28 to 34. Let's hear the word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. One of the scribes came to Jesus and asked him, Which is the first of all the commandments? Jesus replied, The first is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love the Lord, excuse me, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. The scribe said to him, Well said, teacher. You are right in saying he is one, and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered with understanding, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So what have we heard, my friends, these last few days? So, And, and this is the reason I say, you know, these are sequential and and it's important. So these, this chapter 12, uh, there's no indication uh, from the, the writer of the Gospel of Mark that these are on different days. So uh, two days ago, if you remember, it was the Herodians and the, um, uh, gosh, I think it was the Pharisees who came to him uh, and were trying to nail him with the denarius and, and paint him in a corner. Uh, and then yesterday it was the Sadducees who immediately, well, seemingly anyway, <clears throat> the next verse, uh, the Herodians and the Pharisees go away after they're amazed at his cunning. Uh, and the Sadducees come forward and they mock him with that silly um, question about resurrection and uh, the woman uh, and the, the seven brothers. Uh, and so he's, he's tried to be painted in a corner 
Um, he's, uh, he, you know, and, and uh, made to either choose between the Romans and the Jewish people. Then he's mocked. And now he has a scribe that comes forward to him and says, what's the first of all the commandments? Now, it does not indicate in today's gospel reading that this scribe is trying to, to put Jesus in a box. But clearly, I think there's probably some sort of a debate going on here. Um, although, by the end, uh, Jesus compliments the scribe uh, after the scribe answers Jesus. And, uh, and, no, and then it says no one dared to ask him any more questions. So what we're seeing here is, is boom, boom, boom. Uh, what, what Jesus encountered, perhaps in any given day, which were people, perhaps like the scribe, who wanted honest conversation and, and really were searching for truth, um, perhaps in a debate style, perhaps not. The scribe certainly in, in the other synoptics, I think, takes on a little bit more of a, a negative tone, but not here in Mark. Um, that asks this question. But certainly, the confrontational, the mocking, how Jesus had to feel, uh, just constantly uh, being on edge. I think it's easy for us to think, oh, people love Jesus. And clearly, there were people that did. Uh, those people who, um, whom he healed, those, those outcasts whom he reached out to. Uh, but those who were in positions of authority and power it's clear, at least a large percentage, whether it's the majority or not, I do not know, but a large percentage did not care for him and openly opposed him. And, uh, and so I think it's just important that we, we're not naive about the life of Jesus, that, that he had it easy because, uh, up until his crucifixion anyway, because he didn't. He, he, was, he was clearly uh, opposed um, gosh, I, I think of his statement, you know, when he goes back to, to Nazareth and, you know, they want to throw him off the hilltop. And, and his point is a prophet is never accepted in one's hometown. And uh, how if you and I are called to be prophet, which remember, brothers and sisters, we are baptized prophet, priest, prophet and king, meaning we tell the truth. Uh, even when people don't want to hear it, we are going to be opposed and people are not going to like us. And they're going to mock us. And I think that's an important point, my friends. Uh, on to the gospel. That was a little longer than I thought. Uh, thank you for <laughs> putting up with me for a while there. Uh, two points out of the gospel I want to make today. And the first, I, I want to start this way. I'm reading a book, actually rereading a book. It, it's recently come to my mind through conversations with uh, someone. I've enjoyed those. Uh, is I'm rereading a book by Gerald May a psychiatrist called Addiction and Grace. And brothers and sisters, I will say this, it, it is a wonderful book. But I mean, I'm swimming in deep waters here. And um, I, I read it, gosh, I don't know, five, ten years ago? I can't remember. But it's one of those books that you're like, oh man, I know there is, there are just jewels on every page and I think I'm remembering just like a small percentage of, of what this book has to share with me. So it's one of those that I'm like, oh, I have to reread it because I, I know I, I need more out of it. I know I've been glib at times and I've said things like, you know, to be human is to be addicted. I, I got that from, from May in his book. Uh, to be human is to be addicted. It talks about 
we all carry our addictions with us. And, and the truth is that there's no way to be uh, separate from them. The only thing that can loosen us is not our willpower against these, but the grace of God. And, uh, and it's just, again, a marvelous, and, and I buy his theory. I, I think he's correct. But what I want to point out here today is um, we can be addicted to anything. I, I think when, when many of us hear addictions, we think uh, addiction uh, to, to alcohol or, or to drugs or pornography or, or gambling, something along those lines. And clearly, those are, are substances to which we can be addicted that are very serious. But there is a page here, and I just read it yesterday when I was here at Holy Rosary uh, in my prayer time uh, at Adoration. And he has a table that has lists about 100 things uh, to which we could be addicted. Certainly, it could be 1,000. Uh, but he listed 100 as some of them from the sublime to the ridiculous. Um, but uh, I'm just going to read a portion of, of these off the table just to give us an idea of those things to which you and I can be addicted. We can be addicted to being attractive, to being good, to being helpful, to being loved, to being nice, to being right. We can be addicted to coffee or chocolate. We can be addicted to, to competitiveness and being com competitive. We can be addicted to eating, to exercise. We can be addicted to golf or gossiping. We can be addicted to ice cream. We can be addicted to lying. We can be addicted to money and security. We can be addicted to television or movies. We can be addicted to performance or politics. We certainly can be addicted to sex. We can be addicted to revenge or shoplifting or sports or sunbathing or winning. I mean, again, I, I probably listed, what, 15, 18 right there? I, the, what we can be addicted to, brothers and sisters, is as, as unique as we are. And, and here's the reason I bring up this book and, and its, its wisdom. Because, brothers and sisters, addictions take away our freedom. And what they do is they enslave us. God gave us free will, so we are free to choose the good. We are free to choose the right. We are free to love both God and one another. And what our addictions do is they come at us with desire and check our freedom. And so instead, brothers and sisters, of revolving around that, that ability to choose the right and the good and to love, we revolve around that desire for that addiction, and that moves us. And when that is taken away from us, we go into exile. Our, our foundations begin to shake and quake, and we don't know necessarily who we are. But once our addictions are in place, then we, we're free to worship God or whatever, 
you know, okay, once I'm in order and I have my security and, and, and I can watch my baseball game tonight and, and I can, you know, have my ice cream while I'm doing it or whatever, you know, then I can make sure that, that I give my attention to God. But these things have to be in place. And so it checks that because you take those things away from me and my world becomes unsettled. And, and brothers and sisters, I bring that up because our gospel is so good. Today, as the scribe asked Jesus, you know, what is the, is the, the greatest commandment? And Jesus doesn't give him one, he gives him two. The scribe doesn't ask for two, but, but Jesus gives him, he says, listen, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. The Lord is Lord alone. And you shall love the Lord your God with everything you are, your heart, soul, mind, strength. It's the Shema. It is, is if you've ever been at uh, Jewish friends' houses, uh, it is what they touch when they enter in, in and out of their door. It's, it's you know, because it says, you know, uh, I think it was in, in uh, somewhere in, in the law. Uh, you place this on your, uh, on, on your door lentils and, and things, um, and, and they touch it, and they, they can kiss their, their fingers and, and touch it. Or, but that is the Shema. It is central to who they are. That God is central. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. He is Lord alone. Nothing else is Lord. Not our gossiping, not our, our hunting, not our, our drive for sex, not our, our whatever it is, our need for chocolate or our need to be thought of as nice or, or, or competent or whatever it is. That the Lord our God is Lord alone. And we revolve around God and God's beauty and goodness and power and majesty and, and wonder and awe. Not our desire. And brothers and sisters, I, I don't say this in judgment. But again, I, I bring up May's point. To be human is to be addicted. It's not a question of are we addicted or not? It's a question to what are we addicted? And, and how are we moving? And I, and I use these words because these are May's words. How are we moving toward being perfected? Not toward perfection, because we will never reach perfection. But if I'm 100 miles away from perfection, how am I w- moving toward being perfected. Today I may move 0.01 miles toward it. So I'm no longer 100 miles away, but I'm 99.99 miles away. And I'm allowing the Spirit of God to, to perfect me. I will never be perfect, but I'm allowing God to enter in, to take away those, those things that block me from loving, those addictions that block me from loving myself, from loving the other in my life and loving God just a little bit more so I don't revolve around those desires and those things which have their claws in me and their deep roots, but that I'm a bit today, a bit more free to love God and others. Last point I'll make. I was going to make a longer one, but I've already gone on too long. So uh, Jesus, brothers and sisters, gave two commandments, not one. And these two commandments were not next to each other in the law. One was in um, Deuteronomy and one, I believe, was in Numbers. Uh, And so he combines them. He goes from two different books and puts them together. And he equates loving God with loving others. 
and, and ourselves, by the way, because the commandment he says is, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We can only love our neighbor to the extent we love ourselves, because if we do not love ourselves, we cannot love others as well. Because then we're loving out of our need for what they can give to us, or out of guilt. Those aren't free. <laughs> Those are addictions. Um, if Jesus is correct, and you know, brothers and sisters, he is, if Jesus is correct, then how we love other people today, be it the refugee in Syria or the immigrant from Central America or the black man lying on his face in Minneapolis, or be it our neighbor at work across the street, our grandchild, how we love them is how we love God. That's from Jesus, and that is amazing. And there are seasons for all of those things. But how you love today, yourself and others, is also a testament to how we love God. Let's pray. Um, we are uh, almost finished with our sorrowful mystery, so let's take a moment of silence if there is someone or something for which you would like to pray, and then let's pray together. The fourth sorrowful mystery, Jesus carries his cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, God bless you. Thanks for uh, praying and uh, being present with us today. Uh, I look forward to being back with you again tomorrow uh, at the end of our week. God bless.